today's Leading Women episode 523 with the wonderful Tiffany Coach. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Tiffany Coach. Tiffany Coach is the founder and principal Acuity Forensics, an award-winning forensic accounting firm that specializes in fraud investigation, financial litigation support, and fraud-related training. Tiffany has more than 17 years of experience in the field of accounting, with the last 10 years focused completely on forensic accounting-related engagements. She's also a nationally recognized speaker on the topic of fraud and forensic accounting. She has also published several articles in local, regional, and statewide publications. To learn more, visit www.acuityforensics.com. That's with an S. That's again, that's www.acuityforensic with an S.com. Women of the world, Miss Tiffany Coach. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Tiffany, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Acuity Forensics. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit. You know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them. But these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and and the idea behind that niche? Thank you. Um, I'm delighted to be here. Uh, Acuity Forensics was born out of a little bit out of necessity and a lot out of my heart. Um, I uh, am an accountant by trade, a CPA. Uh, I always wanted to investigate crime, you know, white collar crime and, and fraud. And I worked for a really great firm and had a really bad boss. And I left that firm because uh, working for him was was just beyond my ethical boundaries, and um, I I started looking at other directions, and uh, other firms said, why don't you build a practice for us, and I thought, gosh, I'm really good at what I do, I just don't think I can sell, you know, I don't I don't think that they're, I, I can meet their quotas, and so my husband said, why don't you just start your own firm if they think you can do it, and I thought, great, I'll just be a forensic accountant out of my home, be a mom. 
Um, and it, in the last eight years, it's just absolutely ballooned into uh, something pretty special. I'm putting four or five other people to work now, and um, it's just beyond my wildest imagination. Mm, what a beautiful story uh, that you just shared with us. I mean, um, you had this experience, you have the expertise, but then your husband inspired you to start your own business. The power of support, great uh, that you shared along with us. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Um, what inspired me the most was I worked for a really big firm and we worked really interesting cases, big name kinds of clients. But I was seeing more and more that small businesses were experiencing, you know, their most trusted person stealing from them or having really, you know, difficult times with people suing them. And they needed an expert who could help them. But, you know, they needed the big firm type of experience, but they didn't need to pay the big firm kind of rates. And I thought, gosh, you know, I can fill that need. I can, you know, I can help all of these people out there. And um, it really inspired. I, I just thought, gosh, um, there's nobody else doing that. Why not me? Absolutely. What inspiring inspiration that one is when you know you have an expertise that you can help companies, you can help other people. Why not get yourself out there? Great inspiration. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started or how, what were the traits or qualities, you know, that help you, that help prepare you for success, you know, that help you turn this idea into inspiration. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? I think in hindsight, it was really just um, honing in on listening to yourself and your gut. Uh, and that's what can be hard to do. You know, for example, everybody told me you really need to do tax returns and you really need to do regular audits to have that kind of income coming in. And I just knew that's not what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to have that distraction if somebody needed me to go and investigate a fraud. So I really listened to know I can build a niche practice uh, without doing the traditional accounting work because I know there's a need. So that's number one. It's just really listening to yourself. Um, um, number two, really, um, it's okay to, to, to get excited and celebrate yourself, you know. Sometimes the, the, the win for me was the phone ring that day and I got a, a lead on a call. Um, you know, next week I'm going to be at a, an international conference as the, one of the, the vice chair of the National Board of Directors. I mean, I would have never seen myself do that. But you have to celebrate your small victories, even if it's a simple phone call from a potential client, um, all the way to the big ones. Um, and you really honed in on the support. Um, I could not have done this without my husband. I have colleagues who do the same kind of work, and they're just really, I call them my board of directors, even though I don't have a, a formal board of directors, but I surround myself with really smart people, and I ask for help when I need it or ask for advice when I need it if I can't see a clear path one way or the other. Hmm. So that's listening to yourself, celebrating those small wins and having support system around you. Great qualities, great values here that uh, Tiffany just shared with us. So, and the good news is that we can all cultivate and adapt them into our lives and into our business as well. 
All right, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being and to get to those challenges takes a very special person. Our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business? And how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, one of my biggest early challenges was money. Um my husband is a stay-at-home dad, and I was sole breadwinner, and it, it really got to the point where, um, gosh, you know, the phone wasn't ringing as often, and I got a really interesting case, and the same week, he took a job, and we looked at each other, and we said, well, either I can go out of town and do this case, or you can take the job, and the gut was, no, this is the dream, um, and I went and took the job, took the case, and he didn't take the job, and it ended up you know, he's never had to take another job again. We've been okay. But what I, but what, going back to money, for me, it was so, in my business, you know, it's okay to ask for a retainer up front. And I asked, I asked for money up front and it was a hard, when somebody wrote me my first check for a thousand dollars without me doing anything but having a meeting with them, I thought, oh my gosh, I don't even know how that just happened. But it was critical to have that money in the bank so that after I earn it and it's time to build customers, you've got the cash flow. And it's so hard to do to ask for money or to know that you're valuable and to know that your expertise is valuable. Um, but just know that you are and it's okay. And, um, you know, celebrate that you can not only help somebody, but, but your expertise and knowledge is valuable to them. And it's okay to charge for that. <laughs> um, but it's something that's hard to talk about. Um, but it's the way of doing business. And it's really made us successful in terms of making sure we have the cash flow to keep going. Mm, that is really huge. And I'm sure a lot of us can resonate with this, especially for us who are just starting out. For listeners who are just starting out, it's really important to have that uh, cash flow. And it's not, you know, it's it's really hard when you start starting because the demand is not going to flow right away. But, uh, you know, it will come. You just have to be prepared for it. And, and then know that uh, your expertise, you'll find a way to make it happen. You just don't give up on the dream. Great lessons there. Perfect. All right. Let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create a work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships? and your business? Such a great question. It's so ironic for probably many of us. I started my business out of my home so that I could spend more time with my family. And then what happens, I become wildly successful. And I start to really totally lose that balance. But I've put some things in place really since January of this year that have absolutely changed my life. The first thing is my phone and my iPad and all my little devices that get, that get my email. I no longer let it automatically get my email. I I have to actually open the phone and open the email um, 
button in order for it to push the email to my phone. So I can't always see those emails popping up on my phone and knowing that there's something to deal with. Huge, right? I can set the phone on the kitchen counter when I walk in, and I don't really check it until the next day unless I know something's absolutely burning, and there's no beep constantly reminding me about work. Really, really important. Um, the other thing I've started doing every single morning, I get up early, and that you're talking to somebody who loves her sleep, and now I look forward to it, but I get up early, I meditate, uh, my husband and I might go for a walk, um, I just really spend time, I might exercise, I do, do something for myself to get my, my mind right and set my day right, so that no matter what happens, I know I've taken time for myself. And then really, there have just been times where I've handed the phone and the computer to my husband, they take it away, hide it away, you know, I really just want to be here and enjoying the moment. And, um, you know, just being more conscious about that and stop, stop making yourself feel guilty about it. Um, but, but be conscious of it. Your family loves you. Your, your spouses love you. And so, uh, and really you love them and you need that just as much as they need you, um, to ground you and to put you in a better frame of mind. And really everything else will just fall into place after that. It really will. Mm, I love your perspective on those work-life balance and those tips that you shared with us. I mean, huge, especially when we're at home. I'm going to turn off those notifications. Take advantage of the tools that can help you uh, in terms of that because for me too, I have to consciously uh, put my phone on a vibrate or those notifications off when I'm home when I, when I have switched mode already. Otherwise, I'll be so tempted to keep checking my emails, keep checking my messages, so it's really important to make that a deliberate and conscious effort on your part. Yes, waking up early in the morning too is really helpful. I mean, I am not a morning person either, but uh, because on my um, previous job, I am a night owl. I work night shifts as a nurse and uh, I have to learn yeah. to switch my, my rhythm. But I am loving it now because I have more or less uh, um, routines that I have set. So find that uh, hour, that, that moment for you you where you can uh, do those uh, do those activities that really enhances you physically mentally and emotionally by through meditation exercise time for yourself things that really help you uh, in that area of your life and yeah i think the bottom line here with what uh, tiffany just shared with us also is to really enjoy the moment whatever you are doing at the present be present with that i think that's what is the message here so great tips here that, that we can all take action on today so i'll make sure to have those on our show notes as well. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well, and with that success, flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? <laughs> Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, thank you. That's such a great question, and especially with some of the clients I deal with. I've seen a lot of multimillionaires who are miserable people, um, and, you know, I've seen a lot of poor people who are really, really happy people. So it truly is a mindset. 
Um, I have noticed over time now, you know, owning my business eight years, that when I think and feel positively, just like you said, I can shut my eyes. I know there's only $10 in the bank. I know I don't know how I'm going to make my mortgage payment. Whatever that, that stress is, I'm still okay. I still love myself. I'm still successful. And I really just see that and feel that. And you know what? All of a sudden, the money comes, and you just know, you know you're going to be able to make that mortgage payment or make that whatever that stressor is. It it, it, it can be handled. And so, mindset is really a, a a huge thing. And for me, I, you know, if I went to lunch with somebody really interesting or I made an interesting call. Um, you know, I have a lady from Walmart that's looking into my business, you know, whether or not Walmart ever calls as a client, that's okay. The fact that she was interested in looking, that's a really big win. So, um, um, just know that no matter where you are, it's okay. It's what it's meant to be. And, um, it's, it's getting you on the way to where you're going and you got to enjoy the journey just as much as getting there because otherwise you won't appreciate it once you're there Mm, love your perspective on success i mean success is a feeling joyfully in whatever your situation is enjoying the journey that is huge also i mean we don't have to wait for those big 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 uh, milestone uh, to be able to enjoy our successes i mean enjoying the journey itself the getting to that uh, to that goal that is important too to celebrate those small wins (laughs) celebrate the moment celebrate the journey that you are in uh, doing what you love doing great perspective there now i know you've given us a lot of uh, tips already but i'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be especially to those who want to follow your footsteps you obviously (laughs) got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Oh, that's a, that's a toughie. There's so many. Um, I'm going to go back to number one, trust your gut. Uh, you know, just take those quiet moments in the day and figure out what your gut is telling you, what your soul is telling you. It'll, it'll tell you what the right thing to do is. Um, this is going to be a really scary process. It'll be nail biting. You'll not know whether the next call is going to come in. Um, so you've just got to trust yourself, love yourself, um, especially if you're, you know, if your gut's telling you that this is the way you need to go, um, you'll know. And as scary as it might be, just trust yourself, love yourself through it. Um, it will not be a straight project projection, you know, up. It will be up and down and maybe even further down until you go on the way back up. And that's okay. You're learning. You are learning things that are going to be invaluable to you in the future. Um, and just, um, you know, love yourself through those down moments. Um, 
the biggest thing I can do say is when you get a job, whatever, whatever it is you're doing, when you get a job, do go 120%. Do a wonderful, wonderful job, no matter what's going on in your life, because those referrals that you're going to get from people that you do a great job for, that's going to be your marketing. You know, you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on marketing and doing all of this stuff. You start doing a great job. It will spread like wildfire and the sky will be the limit because everybody will know who to come to um, because you're the one who can do it for them and you're going to do it well and do it with a smile and help them through whatever's going on. And um, your business will take off like lightning um, if you if you uh, just do a wonderful job for your clients. Mm, love those uh, tips that you shared with us. Uh, those uh, advice and tips that Tiffany just shared with us. Cool, and we, we want to take action on them today. So the first one is to trust your gut. It's really important. You know, I cannot stress this enough. No one's going to tell you what's good for you. What good, Because it's yourself. And then you know that one. You listen to your intuition. Listen to your gut. What feels good to you. Because you are the one who knows that. And I also love the fact that uh, what um, Tiffany just shared with us about doing a wonderful job with your work because that really feeds your business. You will get more referrals if you do that. You know, word of mouth, for example, you know, happy clients, happy customers really are our greatest weapon because they are going to be the ones who will tell other people because you did a wonderful job. So really important to provide those excellent service, provide excellent quality products, uh, deliver what you said you're going to deliver and over deliver, um, as they used to say, great tips here that we can all take action on today. So I'll make sure to have those on our show notes. Now, uh, share our listeners uh, one of your favorite uh, book, you know, entrepreneurs are wide readers. So I'd like for you to share with them what's one uh, recommendation that you can ha- you have with them in terms of a book that they can get that would help them uh, grow personally and professionally. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Mm. So if there's a one book out there that you can recommend our listeners to get, what what's the name of that book? Oh, my gosh. There's so many out there. Um, if, it, if I have to choose one, <laughs> you're going to make me choose one. So I know. The one, the one that changed me in the last six months is probably The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, E-L-R-O-D. That's just been a huge uh, change in my life and in my work-life balance um, in the last six months, just taking a lot of the pr- practical principles in those books and applying them. It My revenue has doubled. My work-life balance has uh, tripled, um, and my happiness factor has gone way up. Um, I, it, it's, it's really interesting, very practical things, but they really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite books as well. So that's uh, the, Morning, the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Last but not the least, um, Tiffany, this question is one that our listener, listeners have been asking, and that is, if you have one woman out there that you admire the most, who would that be and why? Hmm. Um, she's not anybody anybody knows, um, but she was a woman. She was, uh, I dated her son in high school, and uh, the first thing she did was she loved me even though she didn't have to. 
And even though I didn't marry her son, she loved me even though I didn't marry her son. Um, but even more importantly, she sat with me and she taught me accounting uh, in her kitchen. Uh, she taught me the love for that. But she also taught me to how do you treat yourself like a lady and how do you have a man treat you and um, all of those things And as a girl. And then, you know, over these last 20 years, she's just turned into a wonderful, beautiful friend um, and really now a colleague. You know, she's an accountant, too. Um, somebody who is just a wonderful, wonderful woman, um, and, and she didn't have to be. Mm, and to, to, mm-hmm. and uh, to your friend who inspired you and inspired us here at Today's Leading Women, all of us here from Today's Leading Women salute your friend. We honor her for being such an inspiration to all of us. Lastly, uh, Tiffany, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Oh, thank you so much. So Acuity Forensics, and that's A-C-U-I-T-Y Forensics with an S on the end. Um, the biggest benefit any of my future or current clients can get from me is not ever having to hire me to do a fraud investigation. It's really to just call me, come and talk to me about the best sort of internal controls they can put around their money, and their businesses. Uh, you know, the most trusted people are the ones stealing from us. And uh, it's really hard for us to wrap our brains around. So if you listen to my advice or take some of my advice before you ever have to use it, it's going to um, both uh, avoid costly, costly losses in terms of money, but also in terms of your trusting and, um, you know, n- wonderful natures out there. Um and and so that's the biggest benefit, I think. Mm, so that's www.acuityforensics.com. That's with an S, acuityforensics.com. And I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, acuityforensics.com. And if her products and services resonate with you, I highly encourage you to hop in. And at least be on her newsletter so you can be updated on what she's putting out there. Again, the link is www.acuityforensicwithans.com. Tiffany, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Excellent. Thank you so much. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's leading women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite 
today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.